My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. Hello, hello, beloved listener. This is The Art of Attraction with Domini Drew. I am your host, Domini Drew. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is an incredible platform. I'm really excited to share what I have learned with you. If you're a regular follower of mine, you may have noticed that it's been a little while, quite some time, in fact, since I've been live and producing content for you guys. Of course, I've been uh, on social media, and I've been communicating that way, but I have not been creating live podcasts in what has now been a number of months. And I want to explain why that is and why I'm coming back to you now. Um, if this is your first time joining me or if you are new to my platform, then really, really, I want to extend welcome. This is a place where you learn to see yourself. You learn to see what it is that's happening that's creating the problems in your life and specifically what you need to do to fix it. That is it. That is my whole purpose in this lifetime. It is about, for me, showing you what is holding you back from what you want and how to eliminate it. Okay? And that applies to every single problem in your life. If uh, Again, if you followed me for quite some time, you might know that for a long time, I was really gearing my work toward single men, right? Men in attraction, men in dating. And my work was incredibly effective there. I've had my eight-week program, The Art of Attraction, and my 12-week program, The Art of Authenticity. And I've had incredible success helping single men attract life partners. And the way that I always did that is by not dating tips and tricks or techniques or anything like that, because that's not really where the problem lies, right? You can find all that on YouTube and most of my clients already have, right? I'm, I'm never someone's first attempt at fixing their dating life, right? First, you try easier things or you try less expensive things or you try, you know, your friends or, you know, free information online. And once all of that fails, then they come to me because... I help them to solve the underlying inner issue that will keep them from success no matter how many techniques or tricks and tips they learn, okay? And it has to be that way because you are a very, very powerful being. And if there's an underlying issue in you that says, I want to stay single, even if that piece is completely unconscious, then that will win out over every attempt that you make. Every uh, technique that you try, every tactic, every modality, every program you take, 
if there is a split in your intention, part of you wants to meet a partner or reach more success in your business or have better health or more happiness or more spiritual connection, and part of you does not want that, then you will go nowhere until you fix that one problem. And as most of you listening now have probably already tried a lot of spiritual techniques and done a lot of programs, and maybe you've made a lot of progress, which would be great. But have you really gotten to where you want to be? Have you found ease and effortlessness of being? Have you gotten to the place where your triggers don't trigger you anymore? Have you found peace within yourself? Self-love as a default state. Effortlessness of flow and life. If not, then there is something that is being missed. And while there are a lot of great spiritual programs out there and therapy is great and all sorts of things, they do tend to miss this one direct link where I tend to focus. And so people, whether they've done a lot of work previously or not, tend to get incredibly powerful results with me simply because we're addressing the actual problem of what's keeping them from getting those results. That's it. And so while I have always addressed this to men in dating, I've also been very clear throughout the lifetime of this podcast that none of my work is really about dating because your problems aren't about dating. If they were, I would be a dating coach and I would help you fix your dating problems. And sometimes that can have some success. But the work that I do is about the inner work. Okay. So not only do your dating issues get solved, not only Does your confidence go up and your attractiveness rise? Not only do you feel better about yourself, does your the the negative thoughts in your mind quiet down? Do you, you know, feel a, a lightness? Or do you find it easier to let go of baggage you've been carrying for a long time? Not only do all of those things happen, but yes, you also find more success in your dating life. Sure, because you're being differently. This is about how to be in a way that is efficient for your system, that is optimal. Okay, it's about being conscious about the places where you do split your intention and fixing them so that you can be on your own page and the amount of peace and ease that comes with that one shift. Oh, I can't even tell you. It is significant. And so now, as I return to you in this quite new place, I come to you more evolved. And thus my message throughout this work will shift. I'm not going to focus so much on men and dating anymore, even though, of course, as I just said, it was never really about that. I'm going to be more direct more honest in how I present to you the work. I have shifted a great deal in the last few months. And I want to go into that in more detail, but first I want to talk to you about why you're here. You might be here because there's something missing. 
because you know that there's more and you don't know how to access it. More could mean more success, more happiness, more ease, or something that doesn't quite fit into words. I'm here to tell you, you are right. There is more. There is ever so much more to life than we allow ourselves to see and experience. We hide our connection to it, but all of us have sensed it at one time or another, even if only for an instant. I return to you now with fewer of my own words. This work isn't about me, my personality, my ego. Certainly not about my opinions. It's somewhat about my experience, but only in that I have been through the place where you are. I have moved through frustrations, insecurities, blatant self-hatred, discomfort in my body, uncontrollable eating and weight gain, not being able to find clothes that I liked. I have moved through not liking myself, not expecting other people to like me. <laughs> A lot of conflict within, which created conflict without. A lack of clarity in what I wanted. Frustrations around massive money issues that I carried all the time. Emotional baggage, some of which I was aware of and a lot of which I was not. I have moved through struggles and areas in my life where I put so much effort in and got nothing out. A lot of banging my head against the wall. And the list goes on. I am here because I have moved through these places, not because I am in any way special, in any way better. I may at this point be more evolved, but be aware if when I say that, you hear better, because that's not what I'm saying. Everyone is at different points of their own evolution, and this is, of course, as it must be. I have grown. And this has led to my evolution. I have not stopped. <laughs> and this has led to my evolution. What I mean when I say not stopped is every time I saw and see an area in which I can grow, I gravitate toward it. I want to go through the issue. I want to eliminate it. Many people grow a lot. And then at some point they stop. Nothing wrong with that. To each their own. But for me, it wasn't enough. I wanted more. I wanted access to more life. I wanted to 
move beyond the areas where I stopped myself or I let others stop me. And I have. And this piece here about me not being special is very important for a number of reasons. One is because it is important that you know that my words here do not come from ego. I have no agenda to whether or not you implement this work or you think I'm cool or you even listen again. That is your choice and must be. For me to be attached to that would pull me out of the depths of my authenticity and it would affect how I show up and thus it would affect how you resonate and thus it would affect and impact your future action or lack thereof. So you can see for me to attach to an agenda, even of having you understand me, would lead to my creating you understanding me less. Here I have stumbled upon a lovely little microcosm of how we create our realities. I have stories to share with you from that as well. And so another reason why it is important for me to communicate to you that I am not special is because sometimes when we come in contact with someone who has something that we desire, right? A successful business, that person makes millions and I don't make millions. And I want to make millions. Let's say that's your situation. So then you might look at that person and you might think to yourself, oh, of course they have millions. They have something I don't. And in this way, you disempower yourself. You can create self-sabotage in one fell swoop, in one instantaneous dismissal. Ah, of course they have it. They're different. And in so doing, you create distance between you and that which you seek. Notice the self-sabotaging tendency there. You decide in that dismissal that you can't. Right? Inherent in the perception, oh, well, they can have that because they have something I don't. You're telling yourself you cannot. So you can see how these very subtle levels of self-sabotage come up. Hear me when I say this. Self-sabotage is the only problem you have ever or will ever have. Permit me, please, to repeat that. Self-sabotage is the only problem you have ever or will ever have. If you hear this as blame, notice that you have added that on top. If you see this as the best news you've ever heard, <laughs> then good on you. Because 
it is. If self-sabotage is the only problem you have, that means we can deduce from that that every problem you have is fixable. This is why the work is not about dating. This is why the work isn't about relationships or even happiness. It's about how you work. You have right in your physical body, in your human system, the most advanced technology, or some of, that exists on our planet. But no one gave you the owner's manual. That's what I do here. I show you what holds you back from what you want and how to fix it. If you master that skill set, and you can do so, it is 100% masterable. I help people do it every day. Then there is nothing that you cannot create, attract, decide, go towards, achieve. Nothing. And so this is very important for you to know. Do not see me as special, as different, and most importantly, as better than. Because the entire point of me coming here is to show you that what I have done, you can do too. I have gone from a mess, a knot <laughs> of self-sabotage, insecurity, and self-hatred to a being of love and radiance. I have an incredibly successful business. I make more money than I ever thought I would make in my entire life, and I am just getting started. I have lost so much weight, and my physical body is now in perfect balance with itself. I have to try to gain weight now to get out of balance with my body because my my the balance that I have with it is so stable. There is an air of ease and effortlessness and joy in my existence that is invincible. It is unshakable from the world around me. Right now, you could call in and tell me you think I'm full of shit. Sure. You could tell me that you think my work is crap, I'm a fraud, and that is perfectly fine. And it will not in any way dampen my day or my work ethic or affect me. Because it's your opinion, and it doesn't really have anything to do with me, does it? <laughs> You're the one carrying it. You're just describing to me your perception. That's fair. Quite a bit is about perception. So that is why I am here to show you the way to yourself. All I can do, all I have a right to do, is to show you the way. If you come to me for coaching and for help, I will show you the way. If you call into an episode, I will show you 
as best I can, the way. You must actually walk it. I have a free program that you are welcome to check out. It's called Inner Evolution, and you can find a link to it uh, on my Instagram page, at Domini Drew. And you can get a taste of what it's like to work with me. It's free. It's easy. And it's a game changer. I do sell my work, of course. I run a business. But that's not really the emphasis on my purpose here. So I give a lot of what I teach away for free. I don't have a problem with that. The more people I can benefit and serve, the better. So, why then have I been gone for so long? If you have followed me in my social media adventures, you will know that around March of 2021, I left my home where I'd been for about six years and journeyed off, not with any specific destination in mind, but on an epic road trip with my dog in my car. I sold a bunch of my stuff and put the rest in storage and packed up and off we went. I traveled across the country. I, <laughs> I was running my business the entire time. I did coaching calls with my clients from the Grand Canyon and Sedona, from the trees of Northern California and the beaches of Southern California. I landed in Denver for a while. But this traveling is not why I paused in my efforts toward the podcast. In fact, for most of that time, I was still recording. And then at some period, I found that I didn't for a couple of weeks, which has happened. And then I didn't for a few more. And at some point, I realized that when I checked in with myself to decide whether or not I wanted to do a new episode, I realized and experienced something I'm not sure I'd experienced before. I found that I didn't have anything to say. Now, if you follow my work, you probably know that for better or worse, I am not a person, very often, who doesn't have anything to say. I am not uh, one who spreads, you know, words or, or, or chatters meaninglessly or inauthentically, although I certainly used to have aspects of that for sure. But communicating, oration, um, teaching is very much why I have incarnated in this lifetime. And so often, and you will know from past many of my past ep uh, podcast episodes, that I will get on with absolutely no idea what I'm going to say, and it simply flows. And so it was quite interesting to sit down and realize I had nothing I needed to say. And for about five months, this has been the case. During those five months, I have evolved powerfully. I've learned a lot of very fascinating tricks, all of which I'm very excited to share with you. I have learned to perceive higher dimensions. I have learned to channel. I have learned um, to hold multiple states, to um, observe higher dimensions as people are speaking. 
uh, what the next level up looks like, right? As far as the uh, higher dimension, I'm, I've learned to see with my eyes closed. I've learned to perceive beyond this reality. It's really, <laughs> it's been quite fascinating. I have grown and leveled up quite, quite powerfully. And so with that, my tone may change somewhat moving forward. It's possible that what resonated with you before may not resonate with you moving forward. And that's all right. But what I want to welcome you into and towards is to use this work to clarify and identify your owner's manual. This podcast is about how the human system works and how to use that awareness to your own benefit. Once you are able to do that, once you are able to really manipulate, not in a negative way, just in the way of affecting change, how you interact with the world around you. It's a whole new game. Everything changes because suddenly you're playing with a full deck. You understand why you approached that person and they weren't attracted to going out on a date with you or starting a business with you or going out to lunch with you or whatever it is that you wanted them to, you wanted to ask. You will understand it's about how you asked or what you were holding as you asked, or you will understand that it was about them and had nothing to do with you. Imagine your life with clarity. Imagine your life with understanding of why things happen the way you do, the way they do, instead of simply running into walls and trying a different direction. Instead of stumbling around blind, imagine stepping fully into your life experience. With eyes wide open. Let yourself consider this. If you're a little bit more advanced, let yourself feel this in your body. For that is the trick to a lot of the techniques I'm going to teach you. So, that's why I've been gone. And I'm back now because it is time for me to be back now. Now, this podcast evolves as I do. And I have been evolving hardcore, and the format of the show is going to do that as well. I'm going to start moving toward having open call-in shows, because I want to show you as plainly as possible in a way that appeals to your life as powerfully as possible. how it is that you are creating what is going wrong and how to fix it to increase your awareness 
of a given situation, again, so that you're less blind in it. And the best format for that is to have people call in with actual real life issues and to give you examples. I have loved sitting here on my own and speaking and teaching to you, and sometimes I will continue to do that. Often, though, I think it will be more useful for you to see what your fellow humans are going through and how to fix it and to apply those practices um, to your own life. Okay? So, this is about how the human system works and how to use that. And I'll give you an example. A couple of months ago, I traveled to Italy, to Rome. And uh, I met someone there, uh, a lovely young man who took me around and we, um, on like a, on a moped and we went wandering around the city and, and had a wonderful time. And at some point we were uh, out to dinner after that. And I noticed in his bag that he had a book that I recognized. Of course, it was in Italian. I love Italy and pretty much everything Italian, especially the language. So I, I really geek out pretty hard over there. And I've been quite a few times and I've, I've lived there for a while. And the book was The Power of Now. And I commented on it and uh, we, had a, we had a connection there. And I said, oh, you know, that's interesting. I've, I, you know, that's the work that I teach and et cetera, et cetera. And before we were parting for the evening, we had really just met uh, that day and we'd spent the day together and it was just really just fun and joyful. And he said to me, he said, I just want to say before you go in as much English as he had, uh, which was, <laughs> which was plenty, but it also gave me the chance to speak in Italian. So I was pretty happy about that. He said, I just want to say thank you for kind of like taking the chance, you know, for, for, for saying yes. And you know, when it's, it's so easy to say no. So many people default to saying no. And I think that it causes me to stand out quite a bit more um, simply because I say yes. And I really appreciated that he said that. And I said, well, before I go, let me just say thank you so much for the state that you have held throughout this day. And he said, you know, what do you mean? Can you explain that? We, we, we sat down and I sort of started going into one of my um, moments where I was describing the reality that I, was, that I had perceived throughout the day. And I said, throughout this day, you have been in a state of non-attachment. Each time, you know, we, we met up for, for lunch and we, we met on like a dating app, right? And so, you know, sometimes there can feel like there's, there's, there's pressure or there's uh, uncertainty or it's an easy place to say no. And we, so we, we went to one thing and they said, you know, would you like to go home or would you like to go do this thing? And I said, let's go do this thing. And so at, at every juncture, he offered me space. And as he offered me the space, the way that he offered me the space was significant because he did so in a way that was unattached to, to either outcome. In other words, I had space to choose what I wanted without feeling pressure from him. And so I, I pointed that out. I said, you know, what humans will often do 
is when they find something pleasant, something pleasurable that, that elicits joy, right? Joy, love, pleasure, attraction. Well, what they'll tend to do is grab onto it and try to hold it. Now, if we think about that movement, which I imagine most of you can, um, can resonate with, then you're in a state of enjoying something wonderful. And then you grab and you hold on to it. And, and again, if you think about what that grabbing is, it's a grabbing to hold on and keep. So some, an attempt to, which, which ends up in a, in a hardening, in a grabbing, in a holding, it, to do that indicates fear. Suddenly, we've moved from a place of, oh, how wonderful this is, to, oh my God, this might end. I have to grab it in case it does to make sure I don't lose this. So we have moved in that example from a state of, let's say, love, openness, flow, effortlessness, pleasure, to a state of fear. So by trying to hold on to that which you already have, you break it. You break that state. Now, what I was sharing with him in that moment was that he had not done that. He had simply allowed the pleasurable exchange to continue. And we talked and we ate and we saw beautiful things and we were just enjoying the connection. And he was able to not grab it. He was able to simply be. Now, that's a lovely thing. Something else happened with that. In his willingness to sit in the state where he could lose what he wanted at any point, but to stay open anyway, he thus created a beautiful container, a pleasant container, which I found enjoyable. And thus, I naturally and authentically chose to stay. So while his original intention was to spend more day, his, his original desire, let's say, was to spend more time with me, by not attaching to that desire, he ended up creating that which he wanted. By not demanding or being fearful or projecting into the future, this is going to end. By not doing any of that, by sitting in the vulnerability of the moment, he actually got what he wanted. This is how we create our reality. You see, it's gentler than the act of doing or figuring out. It's about being. He stayed. He was. He was able to be in a certain space. And by resting in that space, he attracted the reality that he desired. The space that he was in was simply one of enjoying what was actually there now. In order to grab on the way we just described to that joyful state, in order to grab it, you must shift into fear. 
You've let go now of the love and joyful state. You must shift into the future. (gasps) Oh God, what if it doesn't? Now I'm afraid of something that has not yet happened. Now I've broken the state I'm afraid of losing. Do you see how I just created my own reality? I just created that which I said I did not want. Oh God, what if I lose it? Well, now I'm out of the moment. I'm in the future, which has not happened yet. And instead of staying where I am, where I'm already getting what I want, make notes of this, I leave the state where I'm already getting what I want and reacting negatively to something which may or may not happen. And in doing so, I pave the way for what I don't want. Instead, he was able to hold a state of being, of enjoying what was, and letting that be all. That, and I said this to him in the moment while pointing to to the book, is what he's talking about in The Power of Now. That's Eckhart Tolle's point. That's what the power of now is. <laughs> he, he did it. He manifested it all day. And as a result, I wanted to be around that because it's attractive and easy and effortless. And it gave me space. And so I, oh, yes, I think I will. He was able to simply enjoy the experience for what it was. So, I'm just having a moment of gratitude to him for this lesson, for allowing me to see this and communicate this to him. And it was so beautiful. I was able to say all of this to him and he just sat there with his eyes like round like saucers, like I'm explaining the reality and how it's all shaped. But this is what it's about, guys. This is the answer to what you desire. This is how to get that shit. Okay, we're going to go into some cool stuff. I'm going to teach you how to see with your eyes closed. I'm going to teach you how to you know, how to um, get out of your head and how to, you know, stay living from your body and and how to manifest what you desire. All of that, all of that is coming. And I'm going to answer all of your questions that you send me. Anything that you send me, I will address. This is the essence of what it is about. And this example was incredibly beautiful. So I'm very grateful for that experience. So in this way, you can see that it's not about what you do. And it's certainly, I'm so sorry to say, it is certainly not about what you know. You already know everything you need to know. You don't need to be any smarter. You don't need to be any more knowledgeable, any more clever. There's nothing you need to figure out. In fact, it's the figuring out that's keeping you from what you desire. Because while you're in a state of figuring out, you're locked in your head. And the mental level is very useful sometimes, but massively overused and not useful for the type of thing you're looking for. It does not, uh, it's not that useful in creating your reality, not the way people use it anyway. So this I wanted to share with you. I wanted to explain where I've been. I wanted to explain a little bit as best I can where I'm going. Mostly, I want you to know that I'm here for you. Who I work with and how that, how that looks, that's going to evolve and change. 
for example, I now work with, you know, people who are a lot more successful in life and they've kind of done what they're supposed to do. They're, they've kind of, um, they've reached the levels of success they thought they wanted. And yet there is more. This work is about moving beyond traditional definitions of success. Moving beyond getting the money and the car and the houses and the, even the wife and kids, right? That might be very much what you want. Or it's possible you have those things and suddenly you're like, um, this didn't quite get me to where I thought it was going to get me. That is because there is a difference, and it's an important distinction, between who you are and who you think you are. That sounds like another whole episode right there, doesn't it? And so I will leave that here today. Please join me moving forward. Please follow me. Um, I have a group on Facebook where I do Facebook Lives and I work with people live there. Um, I'm on Instagram. I have a very unique first name. So just search for, for Domini or Domini Drew um, on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, you are welcome to, to visit my website, dominidrew.com and sign up for my newsletter there where I send out exclusive videos and content. Reach out, show up, ask for what you need. And I will do my very, very best to serve. Thank you for joining me. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Domini Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.